Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 75, The Point. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play the second message from Liz Wilson. It's very similar to her first message from Episode 66, when she invited me to a kickball game. The message is a little over 30 seconds long, and comes from the spring of 1989. Once again, I was very fortunate to interview Liz over the telephone, which we will hear immediately after the message. Here we go. When we met, da-da-da-da-da, the sun shines now, so it's time for a kickball game. Paul, so I'll quit singing. Paul, this is Liz, and my message is that there's going to be a kickball game out at the point at two o'clock. It'll make you so, so unblue. I think it's a good, a good day for a kickball game. Do us all some good. So um, I hope, hope that I see you, and bring anybody that you see. Goodbye. Drive, and then I would pull the bike out and cycle from there. 
Um, I love cycling. I got in the habit of peeing people's cars if they crossed me. Like, I got goosed one time at a stoplight, and um, I went to the back of the car, so they're, you know, parked in light, and I pulled out my car keys, and I scratched up their paint job, and I went zipping down the alley. I was really close to my apartment, so I got back safely. And a couple of times, I did stupid things like that. Trying to be a one-woman vigilante squad. I can imagine a new superhero series based on Liz biking through Chicago, avenging the targets of assaults and insults by behind-the-wheel misogynists. With regard to her description of Chicago's racial geography, I too was shocked by the extreme segregation when I first came to the city in 1983. I remember taking the Garfield Boulevard bus to the Midway Airport and crossing the railroad tracks that divide Englewood, where everyone walking the streets was black, from Gage Park, where everyone was white. Passing through that intersection was like traveling to a different country. The origins of this hard demarcation line can be traced to World War II when African Americans migrated to Chicago by the thousands, fleeing the Jim Crow South for new jobs in steel mills and shipping yards. They quickly overwhelmed the housing of the narrow black belt on Chicago's south side and slowly expanded their presence west and south. But this expansion was strictly limited by two factors. First, discrimination by banks and realtors, and second, the threat of violence by white neighbors. As a consequence, blacks had no choice but to live in these confined ghettos, which meant landlords could ignore maintenance while charging outrageous rents for tiny dilapidated kitchenettes. If a black family did manage to find a home outside the ghetto, they faced broken windows, arson, and physical assault. Arnold Hirsch, author of Making the Second Ghetto, calls the 1940s in Chicago an era of hidden violence, because while hundreds of these attacks took place, the white press paid little attention. In Hyde Park, which bordered the Black Belt, the University of Chicago used every means they could to maintain a majority white neighborhood. This included defending restrictive covenants, which prohibited sales or rentals to non-white tenants. Ultimately, the university came up with a strategy of urban renewal, which I discuss in Episodes 9 and 56. Their plan, carried out in the 1950s and 60s, removed so-called blighted buildings where large numbers of low-income African Americans resided and encouraged the construction of more expensive homes that only wealthier, primarily white families, could afford. Although fair housing legislation was passed at the federal level in 1968, the weakness of this law was revealed 
by the severe segregation I witnessed in 1980s Chicago. Today, housing discrimination continues to be rampant, and the Trump administration has made enforcing the 1968 law even more difficult. All right, that's it for this week. Many thanks again to Liz for sharing her memories. If you would like to participate in this podcast or have comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.